On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks prepare for Game 5 of the Western Conference Finals against the Golden State Warriors. What's the key against Steph Curry and crew? And also, Luka Doncic made first team All-NBA. How impressive is doing that three times in your first four years? I'll tell you all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavericks. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, Don't believe you shouldn't be here. So you're gonna see you on Saturday? And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks, where we're letting it ride just a little bit more today. Just a little, just a little bit more today. We're letting it ride. My name is Nick Engstead, host of Lockdown Mavs and NBA, media member and NBA channel manager for the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can subscribe to the show. And the best way to help us grow is to comment below. Let us know what you think about these new graphics. I've heard you that it's too busy. I get it. That's sort of my MO on graphics. I always go way too busy early. But joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the graphic guru, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? We also heard you that the people who bragged on it and That's thought true. it was awesome. Yeah, a lot of people did so. think it looked cool. It, it looks great it was... on TV to me. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to the people who watch us on uh, TV. The people who've sent us pictures and screenshots and DMs saying, hey, I watch you guys in the morning as I'm yeah, getting ready right. for work. Love that. Like, Shout out to you guys. We have a game tonight. Mm-hmm. Is history going to be made? Are the Mavs? Do you believe? Do you believe in history? If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Mavs in seven. <laughs> let's wait. Let's play that drop one more time. I'm sticking to it, baby. Mavs in seven. Mavs in seven? Mavs in seven. So you're going to see you on Saturday? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> All right, Isaac Harris. What has to happen for Chuck to have to come back to Dallas for a game six? The Mavs have to win game five. I've heard it's a must win. But what do they have to do to win? Yeah, yeah. Big time must win game. It. I think this... This game could define their season. Hey, Mavs in seven. You know, even though it was already defined earlier this year in those that stretch of five games there, but hey, everybody got uh, hurt, and that that definitely defined yeah. the season there. <laughs> um, what would Chuck ride into Victory Square on if they have to come back to <laughs> Dallas? Can he do another horse? Is it? <laughs> he gets brought in on like a carriage. Do you think it's like and... a Whataburger spread, just like put in front of him, like? <laughs> Uh, man, you know, obviously the Warriors have yet to lose at home in the Bay during yeah. the whole playoffs. Yeah. Um, as you guys know, if you've been listening to this pod, we went to the Bay for games one and two. Uh, really cool uh, moment for us just to get to cover the team on the road and go to practice and talk to everybody. Um, but experience what Chase Center is like on the road in a playoff, uh, you know, series and a place gets, you know, gets a little rowdy up in there, especially with Steph and Dre and Clay and these guys have been been there for for 10 years but i think for dallas i think one of the keys obviously this doesn't guarantee you a win because they went up by 19 in game two and ended up losing but i think it it would be huge if they could just get off to a really good start can you get off to a start and try to take out the crowd early can you knock down some threes can you get a 10 plus you know could you get a 15 point lead in the first quarter you get the confidence you get the momentum could we get a luka Doncic? you know, 21 point quarter, but also, you know, a couple guys hit some threes and you're putting up like 36 points in the first quarter mm. and you just kind of rattled. 
It's hard to rattle the Warriors, but you kind of rattle the arena. Yeah, you, you rattle their fans. The yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, and it's like, I don't know, 36 to 22 at the end of the first quarter. Like, that's what you kind of need. Especially since these are the fans that are helping the Warriors with this extra game now since they lost game four. They get Warriors are making $10 million off of this one game. This the one, Mavs this sent one. somebody to like make a hole in the roof. Um, <laughs> to, you know, I don't know if it's supposed to rain in the Bay or not. But, but. these are not like the, the, the best of the best Warriors fans. That's what we kept hearing over and over again is that it's that, you know, they've, they've priced out a lot of the, the real fans with this chase center and everything. And so now even going into the Western conference finals, they've priced them out even more. And so, yeah, I think you can, you can like take the crowd out of it. That's a big thing that, that, that this group, this Warriors group really feeds off the crowd a lot. We saw Draymond Green like try to hype the crowd up and like when the when the crowd wasn't getting into it, I think it was in game one even, when he was just like, come on, let's go, come on, get into it. And he was trying to get the crowd into it. They have a great relationship with him. But I think that is key. Get off to a really good start, right? It can't be one of these where all of a sudden it's just the Warriors are just coming out and it's a 20 to 5 start for the Warriors and they're feeling it. And then all of a sudden they get confident. When the Warriors get confident, it is it is something, man. Like they, they just start hitting yeah. shots from all over the place, and all of a sudden, role players start coming in, hitting shots all over the place. And I think uh, you have to balance it. And to to win games against the Warriors, you have to, of course, balance. But you have to get off to a good start. But you also have to ha- make sure you have something left because we've seen the Mavericks mm-hmm. get a 19 point lead in the first half, and then all of a sudden just lose it right away, or get a 29 point lead and lose it in the fourth in the fourth quarter almost in game four that the Mavericks actually won. Gotta make sure you have something left. Have something left on the table. And so whether that's more balancing between Luca and Brunson, whether that's more Dinwiddie to take pressure off of those guys, whether that's you know Frank and Josh Green or or just Frank even, can they give can they give Bullock and Dorian like a two, three minute stretch here and there maybe it's spreading those times out so that you know it's it's not all at once where frank is and josh are maybe killing you there but can you can you save those guys some minutes so that they have something left for a fourth quarter or a third quarter especially the third quarter run that these warriors can go on yeah and can you get somebody in foul trouble like can you That's, get wiggins can, can, can you get like a wiggins in foul trouble early to force them to switch up the rotation to force them to put you know whether it's clay or you know, to put a JTA or somebody in to try to, you know, guard Luca. What does Kerr's rotations look like, you know, at home in this game? But we'll see. I mean, it's definitely an uphill battle. There's there's no other way to say it uh, sure. playing the Warriors there. So, but if they win this game, Mavs in seven. If they win this game, <laughs> then there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ears being perked up a little bit of oh. They're going to start feeling pressure because obviously you're coming back to Dallas at that point. And one of the reasons why it's such an uphill battle is, like you said, the Warriors haven't lost in Chase Center in the playoffs, right? Like they have had a home court advantage. They have felt really good at home. It's been, you know, it's it's something that no one else has done. And so if you can do that, if the Mavericks can go out and do that, then then all of a sudden, okay, well, we did that and no one else did that. Okay, maybe we can do this and no one else did it. And then you start believing. And if you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> if they If they beat the Warriors in game five, it could be the best win of the whole playoffs. Better than just, game seven against the Suns. It could be. I'm just because the Warriors haven't lost at home yet in the playoffs because you were down 3-0. And like the natural thing of that is, is like, dude, no one's ever came back from 3-0. You won at home. Then you go there and you win a game five that 
everybody is going like everybody in the world will be picking the Warriors to win game to win, five yeah. at home and everything. And if you go in there and, and beat those guys in, in a game five to bring it back to Dallas for a game six, it will be right there with that game seven win over Phoenix, I think. Uh, saucy. That's what I think about that take. That takes a little saucy right there. Uh, my other thing was to, to stay aggressive, right? Make them guard you, Jason Kidd's Jason Kidd's maybe troll, maybe troll job from Jason Kidd. So I want to, you know, be able to touch the car. But he thinks that the the, the Warriors went to a zone a bunch of times in Game Four and in Game Three and other times because they don't think that they can guard the Mavs one on one. That's what Jason Kidd said. Now maybe that's a troll job, but. For the Mavericks, make them guard you one on one. Make Poole guard you one on one. Make Curry guard Luca one on one. Get you know get those matchups that you want. And if you have to work through it, where you work, it's two screens or it's two switches or it's a, you know the Spain pick and roll or it's a double drag or something like that, where you have to just work multiple things. Like get the right shot. Don't rush stuff. I feel like when the Mavericks have rushed shots in this series, it's gone really bad for them overall. And so stay aggressive, attack, but get the right shot. And uh, and for Dinwiddie, I think this is mostly for Dinwiddie. Stay aggressive. Stay stay going to the rim. I don't care if you get like three times to go to the rim and you don't get fouled and you don't get your way. Keep going at the rim, right? I think that that's going to be key for him. Uh, and, but, and everything hinges on the on the on the three pointers. Like it does. If, yeah, it always if they does, can yeah. get the three point attempts and if Reggie and Dorian can be hitting their shots, like we've seen this series, that's three. You know, that's three one right now with JB having a pretty good series with. Dinwiddie have an okay series. Yeah. It's not like the, you know they're averaging like two points in this series. So it's the three point shooting that is kind of living or dying by. The <laughs> <laughs> wine. Anyway, <laughs> that's what we'll be hitting if they don't hit the <laughs> if they don't hit the threes. <laughs> uh, but all right, coming up, Luka Doncic made first team All NBA again. Three Ooh. times in four years. How many players have done that? How impressive is that? We'll talk about that and more coming up. Before we do, let me tell you about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's impossible for your chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So save time and money when you use Rock Auto. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, you like to work on your car yourself, say, hey, I don't know where to find some of these parts. Rock Auto has you covered. Go check out their easy-to-use website to find the solutions for your auto part needs today. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box. They know that we sent you. You could save 30%, 50%, even 100% more on the same parts that you could get somewhere else, but you have to wait longer. They'd have to ship them to the store, and then you have to go to the store a second time to go back and get them. Instead, just get them from one place. Get them shipped to you. Again, rockauto.com. Amazing selection. Reliable low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. Com. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Lockdown NBA Big Board podcast. Rafael Barlow, DFW Zone. Richard Stamen, DFW Zone, a.k.a. Mavs Draft on Twitter. They got you covered along with some other guys to talk about the NBA Draft, Mock Drafts, Player Rankings, and, of course, Big Boards. It's free wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. All right, Isaac Harris, Luka Doncic. I, just, I was going to say, give him another plug here. I just listened to their podcast today. Um, Raphael's from, it was a few days ago, about his thoughts coming out of the combine. Yeah. And uh, some players. He was there. He, he went to a lot of their you know, pro days and stuff, talked about Keegan Murray, um, some other guys. But anyway, they're some of the best in the business. So Seriously, yeah. Raphael was at the combine. He's been in all these situations. He's interviewed a ton of these guys. He has tons of connections with agents and everything. It's it's wild to talk to him on the phone. Like, yeah, I was doing this the other day and talking to Cade Cunningham. I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> all right. Um, Luka Doncic makes first team all NBA again, and it wasn't even close. He got the second most 
uh, first team All NBA votes. He was tied with Jokic, and Giannis was unanimous, unanimous on that. And Luca wasn't unanimous, but he unanimous, but he got um, 88 out of the 100 possible points you could get in for first place. How impressive is Luca doing what he just did? Three in his first four years. It it's absolutely just dumb <laughs> that a <laughs> dude is um, is 23. You know, we said this on yesterday's pod, but. First team All NBA is is what I look like. What I look at All NBA stuff before I look at All Star appearances when it comes to like all time resumes. Same, yeah. Because it just it means so much that if you make first team All NBA for the, I mean, for the most part, with the exception of you know Joel Embiid is a top five player in this league. You know, you had a top five season in the NBA. Like, I mean, it, it's pretty much that. Like, you can't yep. always say that about All Star appearances. Like, no. Andrew Wiggins having a great, great, great playoff series. But he was an all, all-star. Started. 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 So, so anyway, you, there's not too many, like, you can't really pull off a a fraud, you know, all-NBA first team <laughs> in, in yeah, the most part of that. Yeah, there's not many. And I say that with all respect to Wiggins because we've bragged on him a ton of this podcast. So don't I don't want people to think that. I'm saying Andrew Wiggins is a fraud. Oh, come on, Warriors fans can admit that that was a, a, a no. He's having a good series. Questionable All Star starter. <clears throat> Even Cyrus was like, "No, that's that's dumb. I don't know why he's." <laughs> um, but just some, you know, uh, just some perspective of for where Luca's at this early in his career. <clears throat> when you try to compare it to some of the all time greats, like, I mean, he's right there, if not ahead of. I mean, as far as the first four years of your career it's really, really hard to find somebody that you say, man, they had a better start to their career. <laughs> and that's insane. Like you're like, you're talking about Jordan. You're talking about LeBron. You're talking about Magic Johnson. I mean, Magic won his first title when he was 20, but he also walked into a situation with literally Hall of Famers around him and literally Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So, <laughs> you know, we'll talk about some players and when they won their first title and stuff, but just for Luka Doncic, First team, first team All NBA selections before the age of twenty four. There's only been four players to ever do that, um, including Luca. So three other players outside Luca. That's Durant. Were the three other players the three other times Luca made it before the age of twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so only four players total as Luca's the third. But you know, Kevin Durant, Tim Duncan, and then back in the forties, I guess if we want to, JJ Redick's like we're not counting Max. Um, the forties. <laughs> yeah, it's this in is the like 40s. the Dust Bowl. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> That we had the peach baskets back then, but Max uh, <laughs> did we have the Second World War then? Like, <laughs> and then if you if you just wanted to do hey you know three first team All NBAs in the first four seasons since the merger, uh, it's obviously Tim Duncan and then Larry Bird and then the Iceman George Gervin. Yeah, it's elite company. According to Stathead, these are the players to make first team All NBA four times in their first four years. So like the only ones, Duncan, Bird, Oscar Robertson. Uh, LG Wait, Baylor. four times? Made it four times. All four years, they made it first team all NBA. Oh, okay. Duncan, Bird, Oscar, Elgin Baylor, Bob Pettit. That's what Stat had told me. It's wild. The only players to make it the first to all NBA first team three times in their first four years are those guys I just mentioned: Kareem, Jerry West, Wilt Chamberlain, uh, Neil. Jo- then all guys back in the fifties: Neil Johnson, Bob Cousy, uh, Ed McCauley, Bob Davies, and George Mikan. So like since two th- like since two thousand, like nobody has done this. 
in the last yeah. 20 years. Like Tim Duncan was the last one to do it. He did it in between 98 and 2001. Before that, you have to go back to Larry Bird, who did it in, in 80 through 83. Kareem was like the next one after that. Like This has not been done ever. Like think about some of the guys, okay, who made uh, only one player has made. So here are the players that have made all NBA first team in their first four years. Jordan did it twice. Hakeem did it twice. Durant did it twice. LeBron once. Magic once. Jokic once. Kobe zero times. Giannis zero times. Made first team All-NBA within their first four years. Luka's done it three times. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. No, it, <laughs> it's it's just, it, it's dumb when you think about that. It's when you just kind of zoom out and look at kind of his like resume a little bit of, you know, his first four seasons. He's had, you know, three winning seasons. When you take away obviously the rookie year, but he had one down year. I mean, how many guys come in as a star and as a as a top rookie? And you're looking at the first like four seasons of you know lottery, right? I mean, we we talked about Devin Booker a lot. And Devin Booker is playing exceptional basketball right now, but look how many first <laughs> well, right, right now? <laughs> well, not right now. He's right, right complaining. Now? He's probably in some like empty gym getting complaining about a double team. But you look at the first round picks around him, you know, on that Suns team, it's because they sucked, you know, and yeah. for the first good part of his career in, in Phoenix. So did the Mavs. Luka, and one of the things that hardly anybody like talks about a ton is Luca was so good, so quick, it kind of hurt their team building in a way because, you know, the only year in which they had a high draft pick, the only year that they were, quote, bad with Luca was that first year in which the draft pick to get Luca was, you know, had to go somewhere else because they had to give up that next year, that 2019 pick. So they didn't even get the pick in which they were, you know, sucky for basically. Uh, and then because that next year in which they would own their pick, they were good. And it's like, they've made the playoffs the past. The fact that they've made the, the playoffs three out of his first four seasons, have had three winning seasons. They've had one conference finals. Now one possible finals. Mm. He's a three-time all-star Man's rookie. of the <laughs> Rookie, obviously one rookie of the year. He's been an all-star three times. He's been a starter, all-star starter twice, right? The second and third year? I think so. And then and then now he's a three-time All-NBA first team. Like, what kind of resume is that? Like, he, he's on, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, we are locked on Mavs, bias, all this different stuff. Locked on Luka, if we want to say that. <laughs> and so we've had this conversation just a few times because, you know, the homerism comes out a little bit, but it's not even really homerism to say, man, if you want to look at the greatest players of all time and just look at the start of the careers, Luca is laying out the resume right now on and track. There's so there's so many things. I mean, you're going to need a lot of rings <laughs> to be in that conversation. You're going to need a lot of playoff runs and all of that. But for a start of a career, you really couldn't ask for, I mean, all the stuff I just listed. It, it's insane. The the uh, the player the players in their first four years to make any All NBA team, not just first, but any All NBA team. There's 31 players that have done it, have made any All NBA team. Um, but the ones that have done it like at least three or four times, like Luca has. Since 98, Duncan obviously made first team All-NBA four times. Wade and LeBron made a All-NBA team three out of their first four years, each mm. of them. And then Blake Griffin made an All-NBA team three out of his first four years. But Didn't it was, expect to talk about him. Too. I know, but it wasn't a number first team. Um, but but yeah, th- like that's it since 2000. I mean, there we just haven't seen a player this young, this good in a long time. Uh, like yeah. I said, Durant only made two 
two all NBA teams in his first four years. Uh, let me just give you one more list. I know we're, we're going list heavy, but it's just crazy to see all these. Um, the players to make all NBA first team three times or more ever, ever, like not even just in their first four years, but ever to make all NBA first team. There have been 51 players. I'm not going to name them all, but there have only been. I was going to say. <laughs> here we go. Ready? It's like the Animaniacs with the, uh, <laughs> with the country song. Jason here. Kidd, Iverson, Shaquille O'Neal, Steve Nash, Carl. <laughs> um, but since 2000, the only players to make three All-NBA first teams since 2000 have only been 17. Kawhi, Giannis, Curry, <laughs> Davis, Harden, LeBron, Durant, Chris Paul, Duncan, Kobe, Dwight Howard, Dirk, Kevin Garnett, Nash, Shaq, Allen Iverson, and... Here we go. <laughs> Brian Carter. Jason Kidd. That's it. Those are the only players since 2000 to make three All-NBA first teams. And Luka has already done it. That's wild. He's 23! <laughs> He's 23. Now, coming up, what does it mean for his legacy, for his career so far? What does it uh, mean that they didn't get, they didn't get swept? And also, uh, we'll talk about some other playoff implications coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Truebill. Truebill helps you with those those nasty subscriptions. We all get them. There's all kinds of different ones that you get. And sometimes you just go for the trial because it's seven days. It's free. And you're like, okay, well, that's fine. I can deal with that. They still ask you to put in your credit card. And the reason why they do that is because they're scams. They try to renew without your consent. Truebill can help you get rid of those, even if the ones that are hard. I know some people have uh, like gym memberships and stuff that can be super hard to cancel. I'm not 100% sure if Truebill can help you with those. Like sometimes they make you call and uh, or like go there in person or things like that. Truebill can help you with some of those subscriptions that are super hard to cancel because they give you a concierge that's there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions. So you don't have to. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash NBA. Again, that's Truebill.com slash NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Again, that's Truebill.com slash Locked on NBA. Locked on NBA. All right, Isaac Harris. We've been talking about and raving about and gushing about Luka Doncic for four years now or so. Four and a half because during the draft process, I had him number one on my board for a long time. And so it's been a while that we've been talking about Luka Doncic. But now that we're at this point in his career, what what are we looking at going forward now that he's made three All-NBA first teams in his first four years? And he's progressively made the steps of, hey, you, you keep on making the playoffs. And now that next step after these two first round exits, you know, to the Clippers, which is wild to think about, man, what if they didn't match up with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George for two straight years? It's like you could have had like three deeper playoff runs, you know. And so but now he's now he's taken that next step of, oh, OK, I've been to a conference finals. I've I've taken that next step of a, a deeper. I've won multiple playoff rounds in the same postseason that we've talked about, like his shape and conditioning and all of that. But you only kind of I think you you learned that after this playoff run that you didn't you might not have fully learned that after the last two mm. you know exits after, you know, one round of playing seven games, six games. And but now you're now you're a month into the playoffs and now you can build upon this saying, holy crap, I've played a month of playoff basketball. This is a grind. And the confidence of, I beat that Suns team, right? Like, we beat that yeah. Suns team in seven. Like, the confidence of, we went in their building, we beat them in game seven. That was supposed to be the best team in the NBA. They had all this confidence. They had, you know, th- these all-time, 
this all-time player in Chris Paul that had Devin Booker and Aiden, Aiden and Bridges that like this team that should be able to guard me that can't right T- two years in a three years in a row now these teams that should be able to guard him between the Clippers the Suns and then I guess this Warriors team too you'd throw him in there he can get what he wants right what what kind of confidence does that give Luca yeah. and his teammates right the confidence to say okay we got a guy that they just can't guard how much confidence does that give Jalen Brunson to say okay well. Maybe if my stuff doesn't work, then all of a sudden we know Luca can get something good, and then it just rolls from there. Um, like that's that's insanely valuable. Yeah. So the next step for him is obviously when does the first ring come? And you know when you when you look at let's go know, because if we're if we're looking at his career and how it's you know mapping out right now, uh, let's just look at LeBron real quick. I was looking at LeBron's first four seasons, and I was looking at. Are you throwing up in your mouth like a little bit every time you look <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But um, but let's look at LeBron. Like, this is like kind of eerie and kind of weird of looking at LeBron's fourth season. All right. Mm-hmm. LeBron's fourth season, obviously in Cleveland, they had a 50 and 32 record. They made it to the finals and got swept by, the, the, by the Spurs. In the East. In the East. But a 50 and 32 record, a deep playoff run. He averaged 27, 6 and 6, and he made all NBA second team. This season for Luka Doncic, 52 and 30 record, a deep playoff run. He's averaging he averaged 28 9 and 8 in all NBA first team. And it's like there you know when when we you look at comparing those two guys because they play a similar style. Like Draymond I literally asked Draymond about a template, a team that they're trying to look at of how yeah. they who they played before and he threw it up too. It's like well, Luka manages the game similar to LeBron. And so you just compare like the side the frame and everything and the start to their careers. It's kind of really similar in the in that sense. But let's just look at I know the the temptation for Mavs fans, for Luca fans, it's it's just ring or nothing at this point. And I know that Mavs fans don't want to hear the oh, they're ahead of schedule or it's okay, Luca's young and all this stuff. But Let's look at some perspective of it a little bit. I think a lot of fans are okay with that. I've seen a lot of comments and things. People like, I'm whatever happens in this series, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm excited about the future of this team. So I don't think I think that may be a small group of Mavs fans. But but how far does it go? Yeah. I, two years from now, are, are are fans still feeling the same <laughs> way if Luca doesn't have a ring or next playoffs? Like right? <laughs> or, does, yeah. Do we all just forget like when there's ex- more expectations on them? Because how how many of these stars, and we're talking about all-time greats because this is the conversation we're having, Luca comparing to all-time greats right now, but all-time greats who have won titles before they're 23. And let's just try to keep it like, you know, Bill Russell, Kareem, they won titles when they're 23, 24, early on their careers, like Kareem early days. Guys, Bill Russell won titles when there were eight teams in the NBA. Did you know that? If you want a Bill Russell hater, you're looking at Nick (laughs) Angstead right there. Um, but like, just look at some of these early situations for like Magic. Magic won his first title when he was twenty. He walked into a situation with Kareem, Kareem. Abdul-Jabbar. Kobe won his first title. title when he was twenty-one. He walked into a situation with Hall of Famer Shaq, Tim and, Duncan, and Phil Phil Jackson, like all time. Yeah, Phil Jackson, best coach of all so, time. Tim Duncan, he won his first title when he was twenty-three. He walks into the situation with freaking David, David Robinson. Robinson. Okay, we're talking about um, one of all the, time. Yeah, one of the best defensive centers ever, and also a guy that put up seventy-one points in a game one time as a center. The guy was on the dream team. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at all three of those guys I just mentioned. They walked into the situation with top seventy-five all-time players. Okay, so then when you keep on going, like look, Luca, Luca did with Dirk, but Dirk was not near at, at any like. <laughs> yeah, well, all those other yeah. guys were close closer to their primes than Dirk was. Yes. Then you look at like Steph and LeBron. 
Steph and LeBron won their first title when they were 27. Steph, That's obviously. Like four years had, for Luka. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like Steph obviously had that the Warriors teammates he has now. He has Draymond and Clay, And, you know, that was before, obviously, you know, Durant got there and won a couple, you know, titles with Durant. But LeBron, 27. Obviously, that was with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, All-Stars, Hall of Famers. So this is. Was it their like, first can, time that they made it to the finals that they that they won? Oh, man, that's a great question. No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, shut up. 41 for love that. I just love that. <laughs> I can't wait till we do a final flashback again. Um, <laughs> I enjoy those. <laughs> but, you know, you look at Shaq. Shaq's first title when he, you know, with Kobe was when he was 28. Jordan, his first title was when he was 28, when he had Pippen. Mm-hmm. Jordan. Michael Jordan didn't win his first title until he was 28. And he's the greatest player to ever play the game. Okay. So he, he had Scottie Pippen, you know, in that year. So can you imagine? And, and I, I wrote this down. I said, just think after LeBron's fourth season, it was five more seasons until he won his first title. Like, wow. How will Mavs fans feel if it's five more years until Luca wins his first title? And, you know, so that's the, that's a time. It just gives it a little perspective of, hey, like, I mean, even going past that, Durant was 28 when he won his first title with the Warriors. The Warriors. Dirk. Obviously, thirty. You know, he was thirty-one, um, and Giannis. Giannis is twenty-six, but still, it's twenty-six. That's you know, three more years for Luca. In that, now the common denominator in almost all of that, with the exception of like Dirk, we're just looking at like all-time great players. So we're not talking about that Pistons team with Chauncey Billups and all those guys. We're talking about all-time great players when they won their first title. What did their supporting cast look like? And that's where it would. It would be kind of bucking against the trend if Luca takes a team like this and wins a title because you just don't see it very often because normally when a superstar like this wins their first title, it is alongside another like all-star Hall of Fame type of player. And Luca just hasn't had that yet in his career. Uh, now Dirks first year, like you said. But. Now, like Giannis is the is one is another exception. Middleton is like an all star level player, but is he? He's not like I don't know if he's is he making the Hall of Fame? Maybe just on res like just on full resume. I mean, if, if you score like, twenty thousand now, you're pretty much getting in. But I mean, Drew Holiday. <laughs> Shout been out to an Antoine all-star. Jameson. That's not gonna make. It's not gonna make it in. But <laughs> Drew Holiday's been an all star, but he at least had two all star people who've made all star you know, for sure. But but what I'm saying is, it doesn't take a Hall of Famer like some of those guys, right? Maybe it takes an all star typically. Level. Maybe it takes an all-star, but but with Giannis, maybe that's the exception. Maybe Luca they can learn from that, right? Maybe does Brunson take another step forward and he becomes the Middleton type? We've seen him take this huge step forward in the playoffs this year. Does that continue for the regular season? And then maybe it takes one like another like a Drew Holiday type for them. I don't think Dinwiddie is that guy, but maybe it's that maybe that's the spot that they can up upgrade where it's another guard in the backcourt that can defend at a really high level that can also get twenty points on any given night. Um, maybe that's like the next step for them, or it's a crazy good center, right? Like, I, I don't know if it's a Rudy Gobert type, but maybe it's, it's something like that that they can do instead of getting like a, a sh- they don't have to get a surefire Hall of Famer for them to win a title because it's been done before. It has been done for done before, but I throw out these these ages and these all and these yeah. all time greats to say that whenever you hear the sentence of. Hey, this is so, still way early in Lucas' career. This is still normal. That it takes an abnormal situation. It takes a mm. magic walking into Kareem. It takes a Kobe with Shaq. It takes a Duncan walking into David Robinson. With the exception of those for all-time greats, the normal-ish timeline for these all-time best-ever players to win titles is this age range of 27 to 28. 
the Steph, LeBron, Shaq, Jordan, Durant, they were all 27, 28 years old when they won their first title. So it's okay to be disappointed if Luka doesn't win his first title right now or the next few seasons, but he's laying this resume out right now to be an all-time great player. And even if he doesn't win a, a ring for the next couple of seasons, he is still going to be in that conversation. Now, obviously, he needs them at some point in his career. But <laughs> ask Kevin it's Durant. Just, yeah, ask Kevin Durant that. But it's just it, to look at a perspective like that of, hey, the ahead of schedule thing, there's there's a lot of truth to that. But he's also on schedule with LeBron, right? Like right where, yeah. Le, right yeah. where LeBron was, he is right now. So whatever schedule. Now, hopefully he doesn't have to you know leave town to get a ring. But. <laughs> Depends on what schedule you're looking at. But there you go. We will have a post game for you after game five, of course, as we always do. I've had a lot of people ask us this too. Yes, we continue to do five days a week, even into the offseason. We will start doing draft and free agency and season reviews and stuff as soon as the season is over, whenever that happens. So we'll be here for you on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Guys, now make your second listen, Locked On NBA. A familiar voice will be on there today. So go listen to Locked On NBA on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast, as soon as I go edit it and post it. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On NBA. Locked On Maps. Whoa. <laughs> Don't be cheating on but me But go like listen that. to Locked On NBA, too. <laughs> uh, all right. Peace out. Boom. Boom.